Hi everyone, welcome to the greatest of all time speeches and journals. I um, am really excited to share this with you. It's something that I'm quite passionate about. I love speaking and hearing. Um, I've spoken quite a bit over the years, just at different events, and I do get a buzz from it, but I get a great buzz also from listening to excellent speeches. And I find that speeches that have got good context, you know, when there's something dramatic around them, really give power and rise to the message. And I want to focus on the principles that these people that are speaking, what they're trying to get across, what's their main angle. Uh, I'm not interested in trying to teach what, I mean, we can touch on that, but I'm not so focused on making sure that we learn about how to give good talks so much as I want to take in everything that's been said from great speeches of the past and any interesting journal entries and quotes as well. And so today I want to speak about, uh, well not speak about, but want to read some of the things that the that William Wallace said. Now William Wallace we know um, was made famous through the movie Braveheart with Mel, Gibson, Mel Gibson's film in the 90s. Uh, one of my favourites, um, not overly correct so much as as not so much factual, but still a great movie, and uh, leads to leads to the question of who, who was William Wallace really, and and what did he have to say? Well, we know that he was involved in war and was um, interested in the rise of Scotland and its defence from England. We do know that to be true, and there's a lot of messages around it which I won't go into. I feel it's best just to read what he had to say and then try to break down why he was able to take such a stance. So let's start with um, the speech to Robert the Bruce, um, who was uh, a lord and was under English influence at the time. Now, he was uh, of the opinion that, uh, and told William Wallace, that he was uh, affecting the sovereignty of Scotland. to which William Wallace basically said the following, and here we go. I never proposed to myself that, as the end of my travel and labour, which neither my circumstances or my fortune can admit, nor doth my mind desire, but when I see my fellow subjects destitute of leaders by your cowardice and disposed to a most cruel enemy, not for slavery, but for butchery and destruction, I took pity upon their case, and have undertaken their cause, forsaken by you, and I will as soon leave my life as forsake their liberties, fortune, and safety. You, to whom nasty slavery with security is preferable to honest liberty with hazard, embrace that fortune which you so greatly esteem. I shall freely and willingly die, though I had a thousand lives, in the defence of my country, nor shall the love to my country leave me before my life forsake me. Ooh, um, anyway, that's the transcript that I have. Um, and you can't help but think, man, like, that is some serious... There's some serious principles in there. William really seems to believe that uh, the only way forward was to stand in defiance of the English, uh, which at the time was quite brutal. And he's qu- he quite passionate about it. And how can you not be moved by the words? Despite what the man was really like, despite what he, what he really... I, mean, I, I mean, there's lots of different opinions. But no matter what that was, in this moment, as he said these words, 
he believed them and they stand today. And I think it's crazy that I'm able to read them to you now. A couple other things he said. Now, when he was um, uh, stood in, for his trial uh, for being a traitor uh, to England or England, uh, he was quite quoted in the lives of Scottish worthies in 1831. Um, this following this following speech uh, while he stood at his trial he said i cannot be a traitor for i owe him no allegiance he is not my sovereign he never received my homage and whilst life is in this persecuted body he never shall receive it to the other points whereof i am accused i freely confess them all as governor of my, of my country, I have been an enemy to its enemies. I have slain the English. I have mortally opposed the English king. I have stormed and taken the towns and castles which he unjustly claimed as his own. If I or my soldiers have plundered or done injury to the houses or ministers of religion, I repent me of my sin. But it is not of Edward of England I shall ask pardon." Oh, man, you can't help but get goosebumps. Who stands like that? That's powerful stuff. People are always backing down, but he he's not backing down. He's doubling down on, on his cause. And um, they're powerful words. And how did he get the strength? And what was the motivation between a man who would say he would lay down his life for such a thing? What was his driving force? There's a little bit of insight here, and I think this is probably one of the things that was picked up on the movie, and it was the theme of it. In fact, one of the main speeches, it was a climactic scene. Um, he did say this. He said, um, This is the truth I tell, I tell you. Of all things, freedom's most fine. Never submit to live, my son, in the bonds of slavery entwined. Which is... Uh, William Wallace, it's under the, his uncle's Proverbs from Bower's um, 1440s, as quoted in William Wallace, Guardian of Scotland in 1948 by Sir James Ferguson. Um, you know, that gives you some insight that the driving force was freedom. And freedom's an interesting thing because with freedom comes bad and good, doesn't it? And I think that was his message. He would rather die. He would rather have liberties and things. He'd rather not. He'd rather face the work. The you know the end of his life than see his freedoms taken from him. And he said that there. It's better to not. Uh, freedom's most fine. It's better that than any kind of slavery entwined. So, um, we in today's day and age is interesting. People seem to want to give up uh, freedoms for security. Um, because, you know, to know what's coming tomorrow and to know what you're going to get, I suppose that's a tempting thing to seek after. But William's message was, do not be tempted by it. Do not allow yourself to lose freedom, um, even if it's in the name of security. He wasn't. Whether he's a good man or not, that was his message. And, um, you know, it could be, could be one to think about. Alright guys, that's it for today's episode. I look forward to sharing some more with you shortly. Uh, have a good evening. Uh, well, where I am, Australia, it's night time, so I'll say good night. Otherwise, it may be good morning for someone else. I look forward to sharing some more soon. Bye.